102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And ACDC would back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. We're back. And so is Tom Brady. Look at that. I know. Look at you. Say you're going to retire, and then you don't retire, and then you... <laughs> worst, what? It's the worst retirement ever. I was joking. You don't understand my sense of humor. I didn't quit. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> We're going to talk about that with Scott Cohen and probably a few other things. It is uh, March Madness, after all. And also, comedian Frank Caliendo will be joining us. Yeah, this is jam-packed today, man. And uh, coming up in Hollywood Trash, we'll find out why Pete Davidson is such a douchebag. As if you didn't have your your opinions already yeah. said. Let us count the reasons. It's just about 536 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. This week it's a Thunderbird Thursday with Back Steve and Dave. Tune in around 815 when we'll talk hockey with Springfield Thunderbirds defenseman Tommy Cross. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550. And Pink Floyd and Rock 102. It's Back Steve and Dave. Did you set your clocks ahead? Did you do it yesterday the way yeah. you were supposed to? You don't need to anymore because the clocks pretty much do it themselves. <laughs> pretty much set my watch. Yeah. I have, I have, I have a, an analog watch. Yeah, but, all the, that. but all the appliances need to be refixed. Right. Here's something funny, though. Yeah. I have this clock in my dining room mm-hmm. that I didn't set the last time the clock fell back. Yeah. So now it's on time. There you go. How about that? <laughs> How about that? You yeah. just got to wait it out. <laughs> That's right. Laziness, That's laziness pays off. Hey, snow showers at 40% this morning, warming into the low 50s today, 60-ish the rest of the week. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, William Hurt died yesterday from natural causes. He was 71. I feel like uh, being mugged by Gene Shalit. Don't panic, room. I'm not going to William hurt you. I only want your tango and cash, so just pay it forward and we'll all be happy Gilmore. Hmm. <laughs> you like that one? Pretty much covers it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he uh, hurt one an Oscar for Kiss of the Spider Woman and also starred in The Big Chill, Children of a Lesser God, and Broadcast News. More recently, he played Gen- General Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel movies. Uh, my favorite one, Body Heat, with Kathleen Turner back when she was hot. Back when she was hot? Yeah. Sure. Right. Body? I never saw that. Oh, my. R- really, really good. And, yeah. oh, There's oh. a, yeah, at the time, if you look at Kathleen Turner now, she says, oh, you, you, she looks like your mom. Yep. I mean, not your mom, but just like anybody's <laughs> mom. <laughs> right. And then you know, back then you go, huh, I'll be damned. I need to be excused for a minute. Yeah. Excuse me. I need to use the toilet. I'll be washing my hands for the next 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, Pete Davidson is kind of a douchebag. I don't know if you knew that already. Kinda. Well, I, I always I always liked him, and people were making fun of him because he's you know dating somebody who's uh, out of his league or something like that. Right. Yeah, I always think that that stuff is kind of crap. But he now has a tattoo of the word Kim on his chest. Oh man, that is the stupidest yeah. thing one person could do for a Hollywood type marriage. But you know they get covered up. I guess they do. If you tat yourself up and you break up, you cover yourself up. He's letting Kanye get to him, and he's finally fighting back against Kanye, uh, if we are to believe Kanye's social media post, because who wouldn't? Uh, Kanye threw a bunch of stuff up this weekend and took a lot of it down, but it's still all over the internet. It seems to have started when Kanye posted videos bashing Kim for letting their daughter North do TikTok videos and for restricting his access to all the kids. 
He even suggested that she's taunting and gaslighting him and trying to drive him crazy. Then Kanye posted some texts he uh, supposedly got from Pete, who told him that Kim is, quote, literally the best mother I've ever met. He added, quote, I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us the way anymore. I'm done being quiet. Grow the F up. Kim must have had something to say. No, she didn't have anything to say. Kanye uh, asked where Pete was, and uh, Pete replied, quote, I'm in bed with your wife. Oh, oh snap. Oh, oh damn. Oh, man. And Caitlin? And he sent, uh, you know, she didn't. She didn't say anything. And uh, he sent Kanye a selfie where he's shirtless, lying in bed, sticking his tongue out, and flashing a peace sign. Also, he has a new tattoo of the word Kim on his chest. Oh, Kanye must have been so... He must have had something to say. Uh, <laughs> I love you, baby girl. I love you so much. Don't send me, don't send me any more selfies with the, that Kel Catches Mitch you got. <laughs> Not the downtown area, the uptown area. Right. Uh, I would never get a tattoo of anyone's name. Not even my own. Uh, after a little back and forth, Kanye invites Pete to his Sunday service, but Pete says he'd rather talk to him in private man-to-man, and he tells Kanye that airing all this in public may scar his family for life, yada, yada, yada. He also mentions his own struggles with mental health and urges Kanye to get help. I'd get somebody's name if, uh, by the way, there's a payoff for me. Like yeah. maybe Elon Musk or something like that for Tesla or something. If there was going to be some money coming back. I would get somebody's name on me. That's totally reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Only if there was money right. involved in it. I wouldn't do that just to, do, oh, I love you so much. No. I'm just putting your name on my chest, <laughs> even though you might be gone in three whole months. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Pete also tells Kanye uh, that SNL has wanted to lampoon Kanye for months, but he won't let them, and he's even stopped other comedians from doing bits about him. <laughs> that's, you know, that's the kind of person... If you can't let other people make fun of you, that says a lot about what of a crybaby bitch you are. Well, it's kind of like John Madden hated when Frank Caliendo did the impression of him. Right. Who is we're, Frank? We're going to talk to Frank Caliendo later. Who is this Frank Caliendo? <laughs> Never heard now, of him is, before. Now, is, is Pete Davidson telling people not to make fun of Kanye, or is Kanye telling people not to make fun of Kanye? Well, it's almost like Kanye's twisting it as if Kanye was giving the advice, but Kanye's really getting the advice. See, because I can actually see Pete Davidson telling everybody on the set, hey, listen, let's yeah. not go into the uh, the Kanye pile. Yeah. We're only going to make it worse. You don't want to step in the Kanye pile. You don't. Yikes. Jamie Lee Curtis is sick of having to conceal her appearance, so for her, uh, her role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, she quoted... Decided to relinquish and release every muscle I had and th- that I used to clench to hide the reality. I've never felt more free creatively and physically. So now it looks like uh, two canned hams with a slice of pizza hanging down in the middle. <laughs> it's gross. Oh, you wanted to know what Caitlin said. I totally uh, missed this part because this was part of the Kanye story. Caitlin will not appear in the Hulu series The Kardashians. She said, quote, it's unfortunate It's unfortunate not to be given the opportunity to continue with the show. With that said, I cannot emphasize how happy I am for my family that it continues. That's very uh, diplomatic. Well, she, she's a very diplomatic lady, don't you think? Sometimes. Haley Bieber was hospitalized in Palm Springs last week when she thought she was having a stroke. It ended up being a small blood clot in her brain oh that her uh, body was able to pass on its own. She did have a full recovery. That's a. She's not even thirty years old, and you're having a stroke. That happens. That's uh, I think it's Stephen Baldwin's daughter, Haley yes. Bieber. Yeah, right. right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think. Uh, no, never mind. 
Well, that was very insightful. Thanks so much, Dave. I appreciate uh, you participating in Hollywood Trash. I'm here all week. Try the veal. (laughs) Hey, uh, and there you go, folks. That is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. The Maple Leaf is your favorite neighborhood bar with daily food and drinks. 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6 a.m. Snow showers at 40% this morning, warming up into the low 50s today. And we could get 60-ish stuff for the rest of the week, maybe even close to 70 by the end of the week. 30 degrees right now, and the weather brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with basketball in the NBA. The Mavs beat the Celtics yesterday, 95-92 at the Garden. Kevin Garnett hoisting his number 5 jersey to the rafters, the 24th person in franchise history to have his number retired. Of course, March Madness is here. Bracketology is all going on. Your top seeds are Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, and Baylor. UConn, by the way, against New Mexico State in opening round action. And on the women's side... UMass against Notre Dame Saturday in Norman, Oklahoma, and the UConn ladies against Mercer. In hockey, the UMass men's team beat Providence 4-2. That puts the Minutemen into the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell Friday at the Garden at 7.30. Springfield Thunderbirds splitting a weekend series with the Charlotte Checkers, winning 4-3 yesterday uh, on an OT goal from Tommy Cross, our buddy. The T-Birds returning home for three games in four nights this week at the Mass Mutual Center. And Chicopee firefighters and police officers facing off Saturday at Fitzpatrick Arena in Holyoke for the annual Battle of the Badges charity hockey game. Proceeds donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Chicopee and a scholarship fund for Chicopee Comprehensive and Chicopee High School students. And the big news in football, Tom Brady is back after a 40-day retirement. Remember the podcast last year when Gronk asked Tommy this question. Can Tom Brady play until 50 years old? Wow. I think I can. I think it's a yes. So write it down. That would be 2028 the next time he will retire. That's it for your 102 second sports on Rock 102. And coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax digs deep into the Brady unretirement. Could there be a shiny pot of gold in your future? No. Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you know, I have exactly 3,471 days to go before I retire from this godforsaken business. And when I say 3,471 days, what I mean to say is it'll be exactly 3,471 days. It does not mean that 40 days into my retirement, I'll be coming back. Once I'm done, I will be done. But I suppose if you happen to be a 45-year-old seven-time Super Bowl champion quarterback who's been hit in the head no less than a half million times in your life, then coming out of retirement must seem like a fantastic idea. As you probably heard by now, Tom Brady announced yesterday that after 40 days of retirement, he's coming back to the NFL to play at least one more season with the Buccaneers. Why? Because according to Brady, he apparently has unfinished business to attend to. Now, after seven Super Bowl titles, five Super Bowl MVPs, 15 Pro Bowl selections, NFL records for passing yards, completions, and touchdown passes, I can't think of a single thing that seems to be unfinished in any capacity. But yet, he seems to think he's got something left to prove. Of course, his announcement comes just hours after some dope spent $518,000 
to win Tom Brady's final touchdown football at auction, only to have the value of that football completely evaporate after a single Instagram post. Going once, twice, sold to the dopey jackass who didn't read the news. Listen, I can understand how a 45-year-old guy might think that he has his whole life ahead of him. That's exactly what I used to think back then, too. But the fact of the matter is, people don't play football at the age of 45 because they're not supposed to. This is what separates a guy like Tom Brady from a guy like me. I'm a guy who's accomplished very little in life and need no need to prove otherwise. Tom Brady, on the other hand, just can't help himself from enjoying more Tom Brady. And that's the point where even the greatest of all time can easily wear out his welcome. And according to my calendar, he's just about hit it. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at five DeWalt power tools on sale all month at Rocky's for 100 bucks each. I'm looking on my phone, on the Rocky's app. You can even look in your laptop at rockies.com or pick up the sales flyer at the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? The sales flyer is online, on the app, or on paper at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 611 and Guns and Roses with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Snow showers this morning, possible. Warming into the low 50s today. Right now, 30 degrees. You know, I'm uh, I'm going to retire tomorrow, and then I'll come back like uh, a month from now. Is that cool? Yeah, you can do that, yeah. um, but I wouldn't suggest it. You think he just had an argument with Giselle? Is that what happened? Like, you know, you know, initially she was like, Tommy, you got to retire. You're getting hit too much. It's time to, and he's like, okay. And then they had an argument, some domestic squabble. He's like, screw this. I'm going back. I, don't want, I, don't I can't sit there and listen to this right. all day. <laughs> I think that's what happened. You know, um, I don't know about you. I don't know where you guys are looking towards the future. Mm-hmm. But I think I've uh, stated pretty emphatically that I've got 3,471 days left to go. I do not have yeah, in this business. I wouldn't count on that. I'm just saying in general, and <laughs> in, in general, at the mm-hmm. age of 65, I would like to uh, yeah. slow down my pace. Well, that's good. My and pace it, isn't all that great anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying that at 65, I see myself uh, going off into the sunset. Well, you did state that clearly in your view from the couch today. But to Steve's point, you don't know the future. Have you ever been? I mean, have you been fired from a radio job ever? I've been fired from every radio job. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because I have three times. Yes. I've been fired. I've been fired. Yeah, transferred. Yeah, uh, you know, all right. kinds of stuff. Right. Yes, I've been. I uh, I know the. I know what it feels like, and it ain't. Uh, it ain't good. You all don't I know can, how it feels, Tom Petty. I know how it feels. All I'm telling you is. In 3,471 days, I'm not going to reset the clock and say, man, I would love to come back. That mm. ain't ever going to happen. I've never been fired from this business. All right. Uh, but would you I like also to, know, Would you like to be? Huh? This doesn't take more than just a few seconds. Well, it no, feels great. It's like cleansing. Well, I, I know that this particular company, uh, I, like I've been really lucky mm-hmm. to not have to go... You know, I think when I first started this whole thing, that I'm like, I'm going to be going down to South Carolina and, you know, yeah. all these places all over the country. Right. And it just uh, happened to be that I was lucky enough to have a company that would, uh, maybe I was under the radar. I don't think they even know I work here because <laughs> if they did, they probably wouldn't work here anymore. I'm not sure they still know. I don't think they do. Uh, Wait, but, there's three guys on that show? Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I, have, I have always thought in the back of my head, 
Yeah, this does. This is never going to end pretty. Like this is going to be. Uh, here's your box of stuff that you've gathered from your office. We'll see it. We'll see you later. Right. There's a great scene in Butch yeah. Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. It's probably way before your oh, time. Oh, way before mine. Where they tell the, the the lawman tells Butch and Sundance, "You're you're gonna your times is up. You're gonna die bloody, and the only thing you can do is choose where." And All right. And it's kind of like that. Yeah, I suppose. Know? But you know, if I if I retire. I can't imagine a situation where someone has enough money to lure me out of retirement. Because I will have, yep. you know, at 65, I feel like I probably will but, have put in about as much effort as I can possibly muster. The analysts were saying, oh, this is all, uh, this is all, there's something different, something big's going to come out of this. And mm-hmm. of course, all the New England fans were like, he's going to come back to the Pats. And then now he's not. No. And he's going back to Tampa Bay. Because there's, according to him, unfinished business there. What yeah. could he possibly have that's unfinished? He wants to win again. He's won seven times. He doesn't have a C ring yet. That's what he's waiting for. I bet I think you he I, does. I think after 10, you get the C ring. Those are I dangerous. Know, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I think I mean, that's I hear after, those are dangerous. Actually, I, don't I hear know. that's after 11 because you oh. gotta, you got to finish all the fingers. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's right. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just can't imagine what could possibly be in in his head. I, 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 again, that's why I think it's a domestic squabble with his wife, and he's like, "I'm not gonna sit here." And, I mean, this yeah, is, I retirement sucks. This was probably his plan all along mm-hmm. to see uh, how many, how, uh, how mm. many people actually love me. Mm. Oh, you all do. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just go back to work for a couple of more years. But it only takes a couple of games for people to say, ah, "That's it. He's yeah. lost it." He should never have come back. He should have stayed in retirement. Right. And not like it stains his legacy. But, Nothing is ever going to damage his legacy. No. Unless he does what Brett Favre does and starts taking the, you know, penis selfies on Instagram while he's wearing Crocs on his feet. That'd be the only thing he could do to damage his legacy. But he could do whatever <laughs> he wants to do. Like he could, do, you know, with all the money he's got and all the... You know, and people would let him do whatever he wanted to do too. If he wanted to do acting, or if he wanted to start up a company that sells, you know, any Tom Brady branded stuff. He's like, already got that. But I'm just saying, like, if the, if the, if he wanted to like expand on that and 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 get into all different, he could do whatever he wants. Why does he want to go back out on a field to, you know, at the age of what is he, 44? He's 44, be 45 yeah. in August mm-hmm. to to get knocked over by some. 310-pound lineman? Well, that's the thing. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sooner or later, it's he's going gonna... to get hit hard. It catches up to you, for sure. Well, I mean, he's getting, he's gotten hit a lot, but not he hasn't had that real bad one, well, really. You, you know? Do you remember, uh, I don't know, it was like last year or the year before, Giselle kind of leaked out that he's had a couple of hits to the coconut mm-hmm. that resulted yep. in a concussion? Yep. Well, the problem with that is if you play till the age of 45, you're putting yourself at risk to get a concussion over and over and over again. When sure. these guys go down, you know, and when they get, you know, tackled or sacked or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully he's so fast on his feet. It's hard to hard to catch him. Mm-hmm. But uh but the thing is, once you go down, you are more susceptible for greater damage. Sure. And if you know anything about CTEs and 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 traumatic brain injuries, uh they are devastating. Yep. To the point where you know, you're, there are great mood changes. You know, changes in in uh, in, in cognition and speech and balance and, and all and, and all of these and things. And behavior. He might start eat, eating hamburgers all of a sudden. That he would might. be like the tip off right there. It's like, he, oh my god, he's eating beef. I just don't. I just don't put anything uh, past 
uh, him at that point. Mm-hmm. 45 years old. You're not as mobile as you were when you were 42. You think? And you know, you're just putting yourself at greater risk. Right. If, if that's really, if it's, is it really worth coming back Mm-mm. at 45 years old? Yeah. I would say hell no. Yeah. I, I think flag football would be a good option at this point. Even flag football, you could, uh, you could, you know, knock your your melon on the ground. Yeah, you, you trip over a guy. Right. Yeah, you know, he smacks you in the head with his hand as he's reaching for the flag on your belt. Yeah, golf. I think golf. Even Tom Brady. golf, you could get a concussion. <laughs> you could trip over off the golf cart and hit your noggin right there on the uh, on the tee box. Then what are you gonna do? Depends how drunk you get. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Listen, you get to a certain point, just let it go. Let's let some youngster have his day. Now you're just now you're just doing this just because you're Tom Brady and you love being Tom Brady. I guess. Yeah. That's what I think it is. It's all ego driven. And I won't stand for it. I don't think it's ego driven. I think it's dollar sign driven. I don't know. I don't buy I don't think so. I th- I think he's got enough of that. I don't think it I don't think it's money at all. I don't think the money means anything to him now. Yeah. Cuz his wife is worth twice as much as he is. Yeah. Yeah, they have more than enough money for eight lifetimes. Yeah, right that's now. her money. That's not his money. Well, he's got, yeah, and she does make more than him. Well, but, still, but, well, but he makes a lot. I mean, yeah. like, so. But in the state of California, I yeah. believe it's all their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true, too. Yeah, it's one of those states where it's 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 all together. Right. So, I don't know. We'll uh, talk to Scott Cohen a little bit more about that. Plus, it's also March Madness and a bunch of other stuff. It's 619 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And if you have any thoughts, give us a call on Tom Brady. Yes, 293-1021. That's the phone number in case you forgot. <laughs> Aware. Rock 102 with Back Steve and Dave. That song actually inspired by ragtime music, believe it or not, which I don't understand at all. I don't get it. The guys from the band say that. What is, what is, uh, what is ragtime? Is well, it's like a, the uh, Scott Joplin kind uh, of stuff yeah. there from, yeah. Yeah, the last time I heard you tell that fact about that song, mm-hmm. it was a current. <laughs> yeah. And and it's still obviously a hit. And the first yeah. time I heard you intro that song, you're like, "We're playing this already." <laughs> but at least it's not Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, well, there's oh, nothing hey. wrong with Hendrix either. No, no. There's gonna be a mix of sun and clouds today. A high of 51 for tomorrow, mostly cloudy, and believe it or not, maybe a high of 60, maybe even warmer. It's about uh, 30 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. And now it's time for today. <laughs> Got what was that? On, what you was got something on your shirt. What is that? Like drool. On Rock 102. <laughs> hey, uh, today I learned that uh, you can now start using a credit card to buy marijuana in Massachusetts. All right. Hells yeah, my friend. There you go. There you go. Took me a minute. Yeah, this uh, Dreamer dispensary in Southampton is using blockchain technology, the same computer code that drives cryptocurrency, as a workaround allowing customers to buy cannabis products with credit cards. So basically, they're using a third party to launder the money in order for you to buy marijuana. Oh, well, that's perfectly fine. Because right now, as it stands, you can only pay for marijuana with cash because credit card it's not federally legalized, so credit card companies don't want to get involved in the uh, you know, in the process of, well, I don't know, it's not federally legal, so how can we handle the money that's, uh, that's, uh, well, that's and, illegal? And, and credit cards are run by banks, and banks don't want to get involved in anything that's uh, that's potentially shady, mm-hmm. even though you know these are legitimate businesses drawing bucket loads of cash. Absolutely, I'm going to get as high as my interest rates 
There you go. <laughs> and that is Today I Learned with Vaccine. Coming up next in the news, speaking of marijuana, apparently there's a drive through drugstore in our midst. We'll get to it straight ahead on Rock 102. So before we get into local headlines, first of all, the Ukraine still under siege, and now it may be affecting astronauts. There's an American in space, Mark Vandehei. Currently, he's on the International Space Station. He may never come back. His planned return in jeopardy due to escalating tensions with Russia over the invasion of Ukraine. This is like Charlie and the MTA is what you're talking about. Yeah. Vandehei has been in space for nearly a year now. That was planned. He was supposed to come back right around now, but that might not happen. His plan was to land in Kazakhstan, along with two Russian cosmonauts using a Russian spacecraft. But apparently there have been some hostile comments from the head of Russia's space agency, Dmitry Rogozin, a close ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin, posted a video in which he threatened to leave our guy up there and detach the Russian segment of the space station. He may ride forever near the skies of Russia. He's the man who never return. <laughs> well, it might be. I mean, this is scary to me, right? They just might unplug the dude and leave him floating around up eh, there. It's only one guy. Yeah. Does the guy have enough tang up there to, to survive? That's a good question. You know, it's scary to think that a guy would, you know, die in a space, sh- uh, space shuttle all by himself. But, uh, you know. Yeah, bombing neighborhoods with families and babies and hospitals in it. <laughs> Go right ahead. Go right ahead. That's the. I mean, I would. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you. I mean, you bring up a good point. I mean, there are worse things that are going on right now than sure. just one guy lost in space. I, I agree, but still, you can't leave him up there. Does he have a a, a robot that talks and a uh, and a doctor who uh, thinks the robot is a, a nincompoop, a nervous ninny? Dave. No. Lost in space? No, I, know, I got are, it. Are, 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 I got are, are, it. Are you on with me on this yeah, one? Yeah, okay. I got it. Uh, older reference, by the way, than uh, STP. Not that anyone's keeping yeah, track. Yeah, but, you know, you know, guys of a certain age rem- remember. <laughs> yes, I, I'm kidding. You know, we, we, I think we all remember I loved Lost, Lost in Space. I loved Lost in Space. See? The special effects were fantastic, by I the never way. saw that show, but mm-hmm. you two saw it first run. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. <clears throat> and Let me uh, tell you something. There was nothing wrong with June Lockhart in her day. What? Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Or, or Penny, by the way. I did like Penny too. Penny was hot. Yeah, who was the older uh, the older daughter? <clears throat> that was Penny. That was Penny. I, th- I think so. Yeah, I thought Penny was a younger one. Maybe she was the younger one. I don't know. I don't know. I got <sighs> no idea. All I know is he's up there all alone, and I, yes, he probably has robotics, and I don't know if he has an income poop with him. Let's we'll see about that. I binge watched Maud over the weekend. Really? No. I right on, Maud. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, a po- Adrian Barbeau. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Swamp Thing. B. Arthur, nothing wrong with that. No, there's plenty wrong with that. A portion of the Berlin Turnpike closed yesterday after a downed tree snapped a telephone pole. Weathersfield Fire Department on the cleanup. That's enough to take your breath away. See what I did there? I see. That was a Berlin reference. Yes. How about that? Take your breath Uh away. Yeah, there you go. Don't we have a clip of that somewhere in our archives? Believe it or not, I do not have that handy. Let's see if we can update that. Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healey warning Bay State residents about a string of scams associated with donations to Ukraine. So just be careful if you're getting emails asking you to donate to Ukraine. Some of them are legitimate. 
Some of them are not. She must have heard our segment with Steve Weissman from right. scamassign.com. Yeah, say, yeah, right? yeah, who's going to sue her for plagiarism for stealing Steve Weissman's ideas? You know, Steve is a lawyer. He could easily yeah. slap her with a lawsuit. Yeah. Attorney is general is just a title. No, I mean, he's a legitimate. Oh, her. Oh, her, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. He's a legitimate lawyer. Yes. He'll screw you just as good as the other people. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> hey, congrats to Michael Smith. Growing up in Springfield's McKnight neighborhood, he probably didn't see any of this coming. He did have the Boys and Girls Club Family Center on Acorn Street when he was growing up, and that apparently made all the difference for him. He's been appointed by our president to lead AmeriCorps, the Federal Agency for Service and Volunteerism. Very cool. And he's been reflecting on the lessons he learned at the club and from his community, how they shaped his beliefs and led him to his new role. That is a nice appointment for a local guy, right? Most uh, people in Springfield are people that I know. When they learn something at a club, it's usually like the Elks Club yeah, or the Moose. Knights of Columbus. Knights of Columbus, yeah, uh, the places. ITAM here in Springfield, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, East Long Meadow. I was a member of the Moose Club Little League team growing up. So, yeah, I learned well. a lot back then. Uh, by the way, Mr. Smith. Michael you learn S- a lot more when you're over the age of 21 yeah. at the Moose Club. <laughs> well, right. We were assuming I didn't drink at you, the Little League age. You can, you can learn how much money they don't have to spend on the Little League team anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, Michael Smith, by the way, now the CEO of that agency, and it's got 250,000 volunteers serving 50 states, as well as Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and several tribal nations as well. So he overlooks quite an empire, Mr. Michael Smith, from right here in Springfield. Speaking of the area, an ongoing investigation into illegal drug sales, Elm Street in Holyoke happened over the past week it's resulted in several arrests and the confiscation of cocaine and heroin narcotic detectives observing hand-to-hand drug sales in the area of 291 elm street and were able to wrangle two arrests out of this deal so again hand-to-hand drug deals isn't that just a typical drug deal it is and i bring that up because then there's drive-through Drug sales. I love drive-through drug sales. Dedham police seizing a large quantity of marijuana products and magic mushrooms from mm. a drive-through drug store, sort of like a pop-up deal, apparently, uh, selling to student-aged customers. Now, do you have to speak into the little box <laughs> to tell them what you want? I listen. I want a big bag of heroin, some cocaine, and a large orange drink. And, and then it- when they screw up your order, you gotta like pull off to the side and wait for a while. But no, I don't know if there's one of those sophisticated squawk boxes or not. Yeah, can you pull up to uh, spot number one? We're still waiting on these uh, cocaine <laughs> fries right. to be done. <laughs> Multiple neighbors. This isn't what I ordered. Yeah. I know. Multiple neighbors, by the way, complaining of the suspected drug dealing at this particular house, prompting police to launch an investigation. Surveillance confirmed complaints that the frequent and obvious drug sales were being made to student age buyers through a makeshift drive through at also, this location. It's also a needle exchange program. You get all those extra needles in the bag at the bottom. That's like, the ha- that's like the happy meal. Yeah. Yeah, ooh, I got I got an extra I got an extra syringe. Ooh, that this completes the whole cute. set. Yay. And the straws come along with the fast food anyway, so yeah. those are gonna come in handy of for course. certain of the drugs, right? Yeah, well, well now they're cut in perfectly, so you don't have to like do you know, you ever try to do cocaine with a giant straw like this? Can't say I have, head? Steve. Yeah, no, no, can't, no, how does that go? I it can't doesn't say. go. You have to have great <laughs> lung capacity to do that. You, you really need something do. much smaller. <laughs> A man waiting to pick up his lunch in Northampton was viciously stabbed in his throat 
and his assailant went on the run, according to police in Hampshire County. All available Northampton police officers responding to the downtown area noon last Thursday. This is just hitting the news today and yesterday. Well, you'll find that Mass Live doesn't really like to release information until five, six days after yeah. it's uh, they're, happened they're, already. They're not up to the minute with mm-hmm. the uh, the local news. But this is a terrible story. It is. Police say the victim was just waiting in line for his lunch when another man approached him from behind, unprovoked, and cut him with a knife in the front of his neck before fleeing the scene. Well, it does cut like a knife. Very Brian Adams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, I mean, you're waiting for your lunch. That's all you're doing. What, well, kind, of, what kind of lunch was he waiting for? It doesn't say. It doesn't say in the story. I read and read. I looked at it. I tried to open up other links. It does not say. Was, Is it, a, was it free lunch? Does it say free lunch? Doesn't say that. Doesn't say whether it was a food truck or whether it was a, a, a drive through like that drugstore that we just mentioned a minute ago. Doesn't say anything like that. And it doesn't explain why the guy, the other guy, cut him with a knife and then just ran off. So he didn't get anything out of that deal. Unless maybe it was just a revenge stabbing. He got a bum deal out of that. I mean, yeah. He totally got a total bum deal. Yeah, free lunch. Maybe it's uh, maybe he was waiting for like a like a corned beef and cabbage day because it's you know March and all these restaurants are serving corned beef brisket. Yeah, and then you know that ruins your appetite, of course, so you don't even get to the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't even you can't even get hooked on. It. Is the uh, the victim uh, going to be okay? Yes. All right. Well, then I have no problem making fun of the sandwich. He's stabbed in the throat. Or waiting for lunch. Well, if there's any witnesses, give us a call because we don't have the other details on this. I don't know. I, I'd love to answer Steve. your question, Steve, about where it was, what type of sandwich was ordered. You don't want to hear about it from these witnesses. <laughs> Actually, who says I don't? Well, because they really should be talking to yeah. the police yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, to yeah. the dopey radio really show in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, call the police, then call us if you got information. That used to be a tagline for Belize Auto. <laughs> First you call the police, then you call Belize. That's how you get your, your car fixed. Nice. But it sounded so much like Belize or police yeah. that I couldn't yeah. figure out which one. Well, wait a minute. Right. Now, which one am I supposed to call? Could you enunciate just a little bit better so I can be sure? <laughs> Let me turn this up so I know. Absolutely. Scientists in Italy are using AI to come up with an equation that predicts breakups. Life satisfaction and housework. The two top factors that they rolled into this AI machine. And to get an accurate prediction, four other major defining elements were general marital status, the amount of hours that a woman worked inside the home versus how much a man did inside the home. All right. See, Steve doesn't have to worry about any of this, really. Well, I guess, I don't know your your exact domestic situation uh, it's now. just so, me and the two kids at home okay so you so. are you got to take care of everything now yeah take care of take care of anything the house is falling apart they also examine the woman's level of openness and i don't know what that means and the male's level of quote extroversion in other words how energetic sociable and friendly the guy is when it comes mm. to friends and family and things like that so the more social bull you are, the better. The better the marriage is going to be, the and more... less likely it's going to end horribly. I never really had a problem uh, doing things around my house, like uh, labor-wise. See, I'm not the designer. Mm-hmm. I'm more the labor. You need something moved, I can help you move it. Mm-hmm. I can do all Me, that stuff. Same. Same here. I can't design a living room. You know, my girlfriend comes in my house now. She's, you know, I have towels now in my bathroom that you can't use. Guest towels? They're 
They're not even for the guests. The guests aren't even supposed to they're use decorative. them. They're decorative. They're decorative, and they're on this like little ladder with a with a candle with the, on the top that smells like sand and fog. Well, if you spent the money to yeah. have them, why you why not use them? Well, you can't use them. That's not what they're for. They're there just for decoration. Well, suppose it, you're brushing your teeth and yeah. your mouth is full of uh, 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 like foam from the uh, from the toothpaste. Good point. Well, the towels are on the other side oh, of the bathroom. The usable towels. Nowhere near okay. the sink. Uh, All right. Situation. So, at what point are the decorative towels changed out? Like, at some point, they're gathering dust or whatever. At some point, if they're not being used, they they have an expiration date and need to be put in the washer and cleaned. Does, does that happen? Uh, no, I don't think it does. Just I, curious. Well, I think you probably should wash them at some point. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Uh, the next time I'm at yeah. your house, and by the next time, I mean really the first time, I'm at your house, uh, and I go to the bathroom, and I see these little unusable guest towels. Yeah, you're going to use guess them. Guess what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. You're going to wipe with them. I'm going to wash mm-hmm. myself down silly, and I'm talking about the good parts. Maybe this is why you haven't been invited over to my house yet. Maybe, maybe. Well, and see, that is that that does create a problem, because if, if a, a guest comes over, yeah. are they read the riot act on this before they go into the bathroom? You know what? No guest yet has used the guest towels. That you know of. Uh-huh. Uh, that's true, too. How do you know? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I happen to be very good at folding towels. I could easily recreate the exact fold that those towels were in after I've scrubbed all my bits and pieces with them. There you go. And you might have used, like, the underside, the backside of it, and then left the front side pristine. That's right. Aha! Uh-huh. No one would ever know. Yes. Listen, if you're with somebody who's driving you up the wall so much, making you clean things and making you... And you don't see the benefit of that, <laughs> then, then it's probably time to break up. Because... You know, if you're in a good relationship, you don't really mind doing that stuff because you know the other person is just trying to make your house a home. Right. I understand that, although it goes too far sometimes. I had an ex that had to have the towels folded in a very specific way and then stacked in the closet with the door closed that nobody was going to see. I had to fold them. I had to learn. Well, they're easy, but aren't they easier to take out of the closet when they're folded? Yeah, but they had to be folded in a certain way. Oh, yes. Yeah. Specifically. Kind of like origami. Yes. Right. And I didn't I didn't apparently perfect that method. So I I, I was, you know, scolded for that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Just yeah. saying. Snow uh, snow showers, 40% this morning, warming up to the low 50s today, maybe 60 or even 70 later in the week. That's your news and coming up next, another mass hat on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at 320 for What's the Word on that T-Bird? Each week, I'll pick a different player from the Springfield Thunderbird. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 653 and Skinner with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 53. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 60. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. It's time for the Ultimate College Brackets Competition. Rock 102's Bracket Brawl presented by the new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. Just go to rock102.com and sign up uh, now and make your picks. Make the best pick of the whole tournament. Get a $500 cash card. Pick every game correctly. You could win a million dollars. Uh, and if your bracket is busted early, no problem. You could still be chosen at random to win a $200 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden. Pizza the way you like it. It's Rock 102's Bracket Brawl brought to you by the new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. Geo's Pizzeria and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. And one of the three of us apparently has already filled out his entire bracket. Something we'll get to later on in the show. That's right. 
time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Well, to rival the hand-to-hand drug sales that we talked about earlier and the drive-through drug store, both local stories, this guy in Tampa deserves today's mass hat. His name is Tom Colucci. He's 41 years old. He was arrested after he called 911 and asked the cops to come test his meth to make sure it was real. I don't think they do that. Do they do that? Oh, they'll do it for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want the uh, the rest of the consequences to go along with that, but they'll do it for you. Well, they did, actually. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make sure that his meth was real and not bath salts. Apparently, that kind of thing happens a lot with transactions in Florida. You know how many times have I mixed my bath salts up with my uh, regular, uh, what was the drug? Your meth. 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 Yeah, my right. regular meth. Sorry. I was strung out on Mr. Bubble for years. Never really like to talk about it much. Well, isn't that the thing with bath salts now? Don't they don't they disguise it using like clever wording like that now? I believe so. You know? Yeah. So anyway, the cops showed up to test this guy's meth. He handed him two baggies that contained a quote crystalline substance, according to cops. And he was shocked when they arrested him for it. You know, this is the kind of consumer protection you expect out of the police, mm-hmm. but uh, to arrest a guy simply because he wants to make sure he got, you know, he didn't get screwed by the dealer. Quality math. Doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. As an officer, uh, would you say, like, I wouldn't be able to, like, stop laughing, like, at this guy. <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, are you serious that you brought me over here to test your drugs to see if they were real or not, which in fact they are, yep. and now you're going to jail. All right, we'll test them. We'll test them. Give, give, check out the baggies. We'll test it for you. So he did get out on bond the next day, and he's facing charges for felony drug possession. And they did test the drugs, and it was meth, not bath salt. So he did have legitimate meth. Huh. See, I told you. Yeah. That's a, that's a, not a great way to say I told you so to your friends. I told you it was real meth. You knew this was bogus. Yeah, well, uh, you're going to be going away for at least two and a half years. How do you feel about that? I'm still right. (laughs) (laughs) Only a drug addict could be that indignant. Right. Is that what the sentence is, by the way, for something like that? You sounded like you knew. Two and a half years, you spat that out like it was old hat. Well, usually minor, low-level drug offenses are about two and a half years, and then the bigger drug offenses go to state prison. That's usually a county jail versus a... Here in the Bay State, anyway. I, I yeah, Steve's right up on all this stuff, yeah. just I've, to be sure. I only spent six months in Ludlow. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to 41-year-old Tom Colucci near Tampa. Yeah, hard to believe another Floridian gets a Mass Hat Award. There you go. Coming up in just a few minutes, the 102-second sports on Rock 102. This spring, Rock 102 celebrates an iconic duo. The UMass women taking on Notre Dame Saturday in Norman, Oklahoma. On the women's side, UConn ladies will take on Mercer. In NBA action yesterday, the Celtics lost to the Dallas Mavericks 95-92. They've come down with Mercer? Yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm misreading that. Mercer. (laughs) Just make sure they're not infected. (laughs) Well, hey, if they're infected... You know, they've got their shots, right? So they should be okay. I guess. Oh, oh, wait, those are the COVID shots. Never mind. 
In the NBA, as I said, the Celtics lost to the Mavs yesterday. Kevin Garnett, though, had a nice day. He hoisted his number five jersey to the Rafters. He was the 24th person in franchise history to have his number retired. Hockey. The UMass guys over Providence 4-2. That puts the Minutemen into the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell Friday at the Garden at 7.30. Springfield Thunderbirds split a weekend series in the AHL with the Charlotte Checkers. They won 4-3 yesterday on an overtime goal from Tommy Cross. T-Birds returning home for three games in four nights this week at the Mass Mutual Center. And the Chicopee firefighters and police officers facing off Saturday at Fitzpatrick Arena in Holyoke for the annual Battle of the Badges charity hockey game. Good deeds done all around there. Football, the big news, Tom Brady is back after a 40-day retirement. And, you know, we predicted this last year with this tune, remember? Don't feel like your balls are deflated Come back one more time. Your Tom Brady. We told you. That's it for your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Coming up next, the NCAA bracketology in Bax's opinion with his view from the couch on Rock 102. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day at the 99 Restaurant on March 16th and 17th. Enjoy the traditional corned beef and cabbage dinner or try a spicy pot of gold crispy chicken sandwich with a lucky horse. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, here it is. You leave one public health crisis behind and another one emerges. As most of you are fully aware, I've been bracing myself and staying away from large crowds to avoid the spread of a nasty airborne case of March Madness to other people. There is no booster. There is no social distancing requirements. There isn't even a mask mandate involved. And the only recognized prescription is a set attorney time brackets, which I should point out, I have already filled out. Now you might say, Max, you can track March Madness every year. Isn't there something you can do to protect yourself from its contagious grip? The answer to that question is no. I'm practically helpless and often must consult the higher power as they fill out my brackets. Now. In case anything happens to me, you should know that I've picked Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, and Kansas for my Final Four, with Gonzaga beating Villanova for the National Championship. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying you're sleeping on Arizona, the other number one seed, and picking Villanova to beat Kansas in the Final Four? This is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not well. I'm making picks that seem moderately implausible, but that's the sort of thing that happens when you've been infected. I don't even have my own alma mater getting past Baylor in the second round. And as much as I'd like to think that my alumni contributions to Marquette University would have its impact, I just don't think that $20 I donated is going to get them very far. So bear with me over the next couple of weeks. My college basketball quarantine begins tomorrow and Wednesday with the first four play-in games. And by Thursday's opening round, things could get really sloppy. So if you see me, you might want to step back and keep your distance because I don't know where this thing is going to go and I don't want it to get any on you. But hey, the my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You're talking paint? We're talking to Josh at the Liberty Street Rockies, Caroline at the Agawam Rockies. We're talking to Dina at the Island Pond Rockies in Springfield. Got a painting project? You know where to go. Good people, paint people, and rock solid service at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102.
Spock at 7 and ZZ Top with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be cloudy today with a high of 53. Uh, tomorrow, cloudy and a high of 60. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, look who's here. It's candle pin bowling expert Scott Cohen. What's up, buddy? How you doing, guys? We're good. It's nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, after, finally. After three weeks of it's not uh, like I was out just, on us. It wasn't like I was trying to avoid you. It's just that you were avoiding us. I was just a victim of circumstance. Sure you were. <laughs> sure you were. Hey, by the way, uh, good job and uh, and all your funniness and the uh, celebrity bartending thing we did last week. At the, yeah. At the fort. Uh, that was good. Buddy, right back at you. Um, I was just telling you. Uh, yeah, so we did the celebrity bartender thing for the Boy Scouts at the fort. You know, a lot of people know what those are about. You know, it's, can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Ugh, phony. <laughs> Um, and they were certainly out in force that night. But you, I, you really did a you did a cool thing where uh, Bax took this like uh, silver cauldron and started banging on it and That's, walked through the whole place. I don't think you know, I served more than two drinks. Begging for money. Yeah, my whole thing is if you're going to do this, if, if the idea is to raise funds, then you need to shake down everybody in the bar. You did. I shouldn't say that. It's not even a case of begging people for money. You basically shook them down. You said uh, you walked right up. He walked right up to people. Yeah. Looked them right in the eye and said, um, well, how about something for the effort? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a guy who said, I just gave 100 bucks. I said, well, I'm well, sure you have another 100 bucks yeah, to give. Exactly. Well, he did the same thing with me when he took me out to lunch first week I was here, and there wasn't a charity involved. He's banging on the cauldron, getting money. That's he walked yeah. out of that so, place. Well, I was gonna somebody, pay, somebody's <laughs> paying for this yeah. lunch. I wasn't going to pay pay Theodore's for my own yeah, money. I'm I mean, not, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. That's an outrage. <laughs> so we're... So, where do we begin? Well, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? I think we should start with the with the Tom Brady thing, because uh, March Madness is going to go on for a while. But the Tom Brady thing, he may go on for a while, too. But it's like, you're 45. You've got nothing to prove. And yet here he is saying, I've got unfinished business. What unfinished business could there possibly be with Tom Brady? And we had a disagreement earlier this hour. Steve said it was about the money. Backstar was like, no way. It's no. The, he's got way too much money, he and Giselle. You know, as simple, and I, 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 we have, I've said this to you um, before on the show about about other athletes. You know, at the end of the day, as simple and as as silly as this sounds, Tom Brady's a football player. He he plays football. That's what he does, and he wants to keep playing football. It's like what what else is he gonna do? He's He's rich. He got beautiful wife, handsome guy, great family. He's got he's got a business on the side. Right. He's got he got worldwide fame, but he plays football and but, he wants to keep playing football. But Scott, the the realistic part of this is every NFL player in the league feels the same way about their own career. Agreed. And they and unfortunately, you, the human body is not designed to be playing football I, at forty five years old. I don't disagree with you. At all, uh, you know, should should he be doing this? No. Um, why is he doing it? You know, he plays football. It's uh, there's vanity involved. Um, listen, he's he has no no NFL quarterback it, from here till eternity is going to accomplish what he has because he's been able to stay on the field for those 23 years he has had he's had one significant injury and that was like ages ago and sooner or later like you I heard you guys talking earlier some big huge 300 pound 24 year old kid 
uh, like that knucklehead who ran the four, 4-3, 40-yard dash, mm-hmm. the, the defensive end, right. is going to put Brady out of his misery, and then he's going to be sorry. Well, and you say he has no business doing it. I disagree. Look at the stats he put up last year. That's almost as good as he's ever done. He's, why not? Why not take another shot there's, at it? The, Dave, there's no reason why he you know? shouldn't. But he's gonna get he's gonna get his ass beat one of these days, and like your mother said, and then you're gonna be sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't come running don't, to me if you break your neck yeah, out there. Don't come crying to me. Exactly. But most of these guys see a degeneration of skill when they decide to hang him up. There is none of that yet. No, if but you, you looked know, at his prep play last but year, but eventually, um, eventually that's gonna happen. Yes, and it's gonna happen in living color. Right before our eyes, but yep. like you say, right now he's last year he played as good as he ever did, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. More power to him, I guess. So um, March Madness begins this week, yep. uh, tomorrow and Wednesday the uh, the the play in games, and then you have everything starting on Thursday and Friday. This is my favorite event of the year. Yes, yes. to be quite honest with you, I love the I love the tournament. I get to I'm I'm. I'm ill is what happens during March Madness, and of course you got your uh, your top seeds: Kansas, Baylor, uh, Gonzaga, and Arizona. Uh, I got Gonzaga, Villanova, uh, Baylor, and Kansas in the Final Four. Wow, you already did Vill- your thing, huh? With Villanova losing to Gonzaga in the championship, he's That's picked what his I got. entire bracket. Oh, of course, yeah. I waste no time, no time. Barely not. I think this year's um, I think this year's tournament is really cool in uh, for. Um, a couple of reasons. One is because the usual suspects are there, you know, Gonzaga um, and Baylor, you know, perennials. And then there's a lot of really cool teams that are playing that we don't really get a chance to see. You know, there's San Francisco is in there, Providence, who's got a, a, a really good shot. It's I, I'm looking forward to it. And the best thing about it is it's starting on St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. which, you know, only adds fuel to the green fire. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Well, we Notre, all, we Notre Dame's be... in it, so who, who are they playing on St. Patrick? Are they playing on St. Patrick's Day or well, not? Well, no, Notre Dame is one of the uh, the play-in games. Right. They have to beat Rutgers in the playoff to take on Alabama. Right. And, and speaking of Notre Dame, um, we have, you know, we don't talk about um, our extent of, of uh, women's the way we talk about women's athletics is uh, the UConn women's basketball team and the and the Olympics, uh, but the UMass men and women are in the tournament for the first time since 1998. They had a great year, and they're playing Notre Dame in on Saturday, I think, out in Norman, Oklahoma. So a shout out to them. Yeah, I mean, are, are uh, the three of you going to be uh, putting in your picks because the the station's got an office pool too? Oh, I'll be in the I'll be in the the station for yeah. sure. I haven't. I just haven't. I'm still. I'm still like you know all. Uh, upset and a flutter about the Brady thing. I haven't gotten over that yet. So give me give me give me a few hours. Yeah, I'll I'll contribute just so I can lose to Katie again. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> what about you, Steve? You gonna put in your picks? I'll put in my picks. Uh I'm gonna do that this afternoon. Last year I put in my picks and I ate a big old bag of garbage. I think I came in close to last place. Hmm. And yeah, uh the the woman upstairs, Katie, yes. she winds up winning. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I realize that's a, t- a totally sexist and misogynist thing to suggest that a woman would be would uh, have better picks than me, but it's like I'm almost last place. Well, it's because you're not very good at pick making your picks. But don't you understand, Steve? This is why March Madness is a sickness. It gets into your head and you follow it and you you get so involved. This is why I can't sports gamble. This is why I can't do fantasy football. I can't do the fan duel. It's like if I do it, I'm going to be in it too much. And didn't Katie also win our Super Bowl 
Brown. No, no. That was uh, that was uh, the, uh, Callie. Who Callie, that's so right. Like, okay. like uh, all these Katie, office, Callie. It's a, I, I know, and it's like... Uh, Let's talk about all these people that nobody else knows. Right. right, right yeah. <laughs> you say the girls upstairs. That's the girl, all the girls say. upstairs. Yeah. There you go. The girls ladies upstairs. Up, the, ladies upstairs. Upstairs. the ladies upstairs are winning all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So what else have we got? Baseball is uh, back. Baseball's back. Yeah, that was. Um, I was really glad to see that. Um, you know, we're in. We're kind of in the Yankee Red Sox country here, of course. And uh, Yankees just made a great moves yesterday. Uh, they com- completely revamp their uh, their infield. And they're not going uh, going to go after Carlos Correa, who's you know going to make huge huge money. So um, Yankee fans, you can you can delight in what they did o- over the weekend, and we'll see we'll see what the Red Sox have up their up their sleeve. This is kind of a, a dumb little thing, but Nelson Cruz and the Rays just signed with uh, the Washington Nationals. He's the very first very designated first. hitter of all time yep. going to the National League mm-hmm. because they're going to adopt the uh, the DH. I don't. I th- I think you. I don't know whether your average baseball fan on you know kind of understands that the National League is going to have the designated hitter. That was one of the big things that came out of the collective bargaining agreement from you know from my standpoint. And you know it's like anytime you have. I just thought the whole thing about you know the the fact that the National League doesn't play didn't play the American League for all those years right. was ridiculous. And the fact that one league plays by one set of rules and the other league by another it. it it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So I think the the DH in the National League was a, was a great a great great move. I'm I'm old enough to remember the very first DH. By the way, it's a great trivia. You mentioned trivia oh, yeah. pursuit earlier. Do uh, you? Of course. Go ahead. Yeah, Ron Bloomberg. Yes, the Yankees, right? <laughs> yep, yep. You put, think, you, think put Re- that on, you put that on a Dixie Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been. I think Rico Cardi too was one of the first. Oh, uh, Rico Cardi. Yeah. So if you for for all of you you know Yankee fans out mm-hmm. there, Ron Bloomberg mm-hmm. is. Uh, a big uh, contributor on Facebook, and if you friend Ron Bloomberg, yeah. he'll he'll accept your friendship. Really, and he posts really cool stuff okay. every, almost every single day. Good to know. No be damned. Yeah. Boy, when I walked through the door, I didn't think I'd be talking about Ron Bloomberg. And here we are. Here we are. Number twelve. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Number twelve. Name yeah. name dropping other people that no one knows who exactly. the hell they are. He actually got on. He was actually on the cover uh, of Sports yes. Illustrated. Yes, he was with uh, Bobby Mercer, mm-hmm. and I was um. I don't know whether Steinbrenner was behind them, but it was it was the two of them on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. So very good, man. I love sitting around with grandpas talking about old sports. <laughs> man, this is great. Well, when I was a kid, well, talk, uh, talk about your favorite current DH, then Steve, go ahead. Uh, it's it's not Dave Coombs. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> and that's the sports. There on you Rock go. <laughs> Scott Cohen. Gigi. Printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirt. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave and the Stones. And even as controversy swirls around that song, brown sugar itself couldn't be hotter right now. The latest beverage accessory is everything from bubble tea to coffee creamer to brown sugar pearl milk, apparently. Boba tea. Hmm? No, oh. no, no! You're thinking of uh, you're thinking of that bounty hunter from the from the uh, Star Wars trilogy. No, no, no! That's uh, the that's the the rapper. I think you're thinking of. that's Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, is the rapper? I thought. No, that's Fetty Wap. You're close. Oh. I, think, I think you're referring to Boba Tea. Well, I thought it was. I was thinking of Ice Ice Tea. No, no, Boba Tea. 
<laughs> don't That's know him. It is. Don't know him. No, it's the ginkgo biloba that I think you've been. Uh, you need to start taking. <laughs> it's the little balls inside your tea. You never had balls in your tea. I have never put my balls in my tea. But you've tea bagged before, haven't you? Oh, How listen about to you. That, there huh? you go. Ginkgo biloba, you get a GNC, by the way. Hey, this spring uh, we celebrate an iconic duo. Bacon in Brews is uh, back, and it's brought to you by the Tommy Carr Auto Group and the Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement. Uh, join us at the Log Cabin Sunday, April 24th from noon to 3 for a bacon and craft beer-themed bash. Admission includes all kinds of bacon-inspired bites prepared by the Log Cabin chefs, plus a cash bar with a selection of craft beers to please the palate, plus live music from Alex 2E and the Cloud9 Band. More tickets are on sale at rock102.com. you got to be 21 or older and uh, bring a positive idea along with you. It's Bacon and Brews, April 24th at the Log Cabin in Holyoke, brought to you by the Tommy Carr Auto Group. Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Hey, what's the most popular beer in the state of Massachusetts? I think you'll be surprised. We'll have it for you next in news on Rock 102. Home Improvements. 733 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Through the YankeeHomeImprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news and here's Dave Coombs. So with St. Patrick's Day coming up, guys, Google Trends says the favorite beer in the Bay State is Springdale by Jack's Abbey. Springdale? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Just just quoting from Google Trends, guys. No idea. Never tried it before. You? No. Survey said. This is a, every time you do a survey, I'm going to play survey says. Bring it on. All right, right, go it. for it. Good. Really enhances the show. Yeah, it does. Adds a little. <laughs> well, it enhances the survey. That's yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Uh, so I've never tried it before, but if you've tried it, hey, good on you, I guess. Speaking of beer, 25 Irish pubs have closed in New York City since the start of COVID-19. That only leaves like 5,000 left. Right. According to a bar resource called Murph Guide put out by a guy named Sean Murphy. It got too depressing, so he stopped keeping track, he says. The mayor's office saying there were approximately 331 Irish, Scottish, and British-style pubs in the five boroughs in 2019. Of that number, 216 were in Manhattan. That means more than 10% of the watering holes dried up during the two-year pandemic. Bars and restaurants closing the day before St. Patrick's Day in 2020, and many stayed shuttered even after the lockdown was lifted. Oh, that's just good for the other businesses in town. I guess. Yeah, it just means you're going to have to maybe go out of your way, maybe a block or two for the next Irish bar. But you think about it, you know, you, it's hard to get people to work in, in bars and restaurants. Sure. It's hard to get people to, to do anything. If people are staying home, they're not drinking in bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, these have been tough times for uh, for bar owners. Right. It should send you and Cohen in there to collect some money for those bartenders and the wait staff of the places. <laughs> Pounding that silver cauldron yeah, that yeah, Scotty right. was talking about. Well, it, it was a uh, it was a champagne bucket, okay. and nobody was ordering champagne, and no one needed it in a bucket. So I just grabbed the bucket and the muddle because no one was. You don't go to the fort and ask for something that needs to be muddled. Good thinking, man. The annual law enforcement torch run of Western Mass, the Polar Plunge, part of it, returning to Westfield. This weekend, after being canceled last year due to the pandemic, participants jumped into the icy waters of the Hampton Ponds yesterday morning in an all-out effort to support the Special Olympics of Massachusetts. You guys ever done one of those uh, polar plunge things? I've I've hosted, I don't know if I hosted this one. I hosted the one that was uh, benefiting the Westfield Children's Museum Mm -hmm. uh, every year, and Don Hummison would always... uh, 
get in there and uh, get the you know that was he was the he was the big thing of the, of the show. The well, I mean, what, do you mean, what do you mean he's the big thing? I mean, I mean, he was the everybody wanted to see Don Hummison get into the water. And I mean, when you was, say he's a big thing, you're not you're not uh, yeah, fat shaming at all, are you? Because I no, I I'm not fat shaming. I'm, I, why would I fat shame somebody who's uh, you know uh, I have the same issue? So I'm not going to fat shame a guy. I will uh, talk his enormous ego though. Uh, keeps him afloat in the water. <laughs> it does. Hey, our names are... I, I don't think he goes that deep anyway. I think, I think he does. Our names are legal in Massachusetts, back Steve and Dave, but there are 11 names that are illegal here in the state of Massachusetts. Are you ready? Is John O'Brien one of them? <laughs> Go ahead. What's the other illegal names? That was Steve, by the way. Uh, okay. Bax, Bax and I just yeah. minding our business over well, here. I just wanted to know which names were illegal and who we couldn't say anymore. <laughs> trying to be behave. Yeah, okay. So, Steve uh, yeah, what, what can I not call my chil- my offspring? <laughs> you can't call your baby well, king. You can't call your baby queen. Okay. You can call your baby Jesus or Jesus, but you can't call him Jesus Christ. In the state of Massachusetts. What are you talking about? There was a guy, remember there was a guy up in uh, Belchertown, his name was Jesus Christ, and he legally changed his name to Jesus. Now it was, illegal. It was, it was Lord Jesus Christ. Lord ah, Jesus Christ. Right, yes. So that was sort of a front, a first, middle, and last name then, or four uh, names. Yes. He had gotten into uh, quite a few little conundrums, uh, over, the, and it was mostly like... Disturbing the peace. It yeah. wasn't anything like uh, crazy with this guy. I mean, he wasn't performing miracles. Wasn't walking no. on water. None of those things. Yeah, if it was, uh, if he had any other name, I don't. He would just be Ron, the guy who causes disturbances of the pieces. I guess you <laughs> exactly, would say. Right. You know, he's he, but you know he was Jesus. He was Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he was he lived at the Lord Jeffrey Apartments. That was the weird thing about nice. it. That was it. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So that one's okay. But Jesus Christ. Won't pass muster, apparently. Santa Claus, also off limits, as is Mr. N-Word. Mr. N-Word is illegal in the state of Massachusetts. You know, as a, as a parent myself, I've seen this uh, on many occasions where children in the world are sometimes called, uh, named by their parents, names that will likely get them beat up. And I, you know, I just as a, as a matter of just good housekeeping, you never want to name your child something that will result in a punch to the face. Sure. I, that's just me. Yeah. You do what you want. I'm just telling you, if you want your child scarred for life, give him some goofy-ass name. There was a great uh, skit with Nicolas Cage, and uh, I say great, you know, say Nicolas Cage at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But it was a great skit on SNL with Nicolas Cage and uh, Victoria Jackson, and uh, they were sitting down. She was pregnant, and mm-hmm. they were sitting down trying to name their babies, you know, what the baby's name would be. And she goes, oh, what about John? And he would be like, oh, yeah, wait for that kid goes to school. Who's got to go to the John, John? And it was like every like normal name, he would come up with some excuse until the end where Rob Schneider is the guy from the Western Union shows mm-hmm. up and he goes, uh, yeah, I have a telegram for Mr. Asswipe. And he goes, it's Asweepe! Asweepe! <laughs> See, that's, that's the kind of thing you got to run into. Fine oh, distinction. I miss when that show was funny. <laughs> It's a long it's always time ago. It's been funny. You just gotta pick and choose which ones are you're gonna watch to to get. There's usually like one good skit out of every episode. Hmm. That's a good batting average. It is. Adolf Hitler also been on the air for almost fifty years. I you know, guys saw I know. it first run. <laughs> we did. It was on before I was born. <laughs> Adolf Hitler also a no no among names in Massachusetts, and Messiah is also banned in Massachusetts. As is the name. 
1069. You can't name your kid 1069? No. Nope. How about 1099? That's okay. Have you looked up 1069 in the Urban Dictionary? No. Which one's that? Go ahead. I don't think it's something we can really talk about on the air. And uh, Majesty is also banned. Those are some of the names you cannot name your kid in the state of Massachusetts. Hey, while you guys are Google searching that, lobster prices are so high it's embarrassing to restaurant owners. Apparently, the dish was already pricey enough, obviously, before the pandemic-related bout of inflation. But now things are so bad, some restaurants are taking it off the menu. $100 for a two-pound lobster right now. $100? That's what it's going for at many restaurants. Well, That's okay, true. but if you were to get it uh, like a two-pound lobster at like a like a seafood store. Like a big Y. Right. Like a, oh, right, like a big yeah. Y. It's sure. probably a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, but still, I would imagine more expensive than it used to be because of the pandemic. That's crazy. See, the, the, to me, I just wouldn't order that. There's no way I'm paying that much for a lobster. No, not when you can do it at home for yeah. a fraction of the price. Remember, I won that seven-pound lobster down at the Knights of Columbus Hall. Oh, yeah. That was a that was a humdinger, that thing. We had to bake it because it was so big. It wouldn't even fit in the lobster pot. There but has the bigger they are, the the, the the they're not as good. The smaller right. they are, the better they but, are. But right. that's why the baking was suggested over the, because you could like uh, kind of baste it a little bit. There you go. You know, well, that's why that one fisherman didn't you talk about this last week? Threw in that old lobster that he it was a hundred years old. Yeah, and I don't know how you know it's a hundred years old. I mean, I well, it's big. I think. Well, probably. I don't know if it's got paperwork or you know <laughs> what it's got. It's wearing cheaters. That's it. But on those little tiny eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, there is a worker shortage among lobster fishermen, and that has delayed the start of the Canadian lobstering season, and a smaller-than-usual catch in Maine has occurred as well. And apparently, here's some of the prices that have led to the uptick in lobster pricing. Uh, consider that lobstermen in Maine were selling their catch for $6.71 a pound last year. That was up from four twenty-one. In 2020 and 482 in 2019. So that's why you're paying at the pump, so to speak, for lobster when you go out. And police in Pennsylvania say two people hid inside a Target store and remained there for hours after it closed. Now, they may have gotten away with it if they hadn't filmed their activities inside the Target and then posted and bragged about it on YouTube. In a video titled, 24-Hour Overnight Challenge in Target. Police say 24-year-old Charlotte Fisher and 25-year-old Johnson LaRose built a fort in the Exton, Pennsylvania Target and then filmed themselves wandering around inside long after the employees had left. Target employees, though, found surveillance video. Imagine that there was surveillance video inside of a Target store. Hard to believe. And so they busted the pair the next day. Police say... These two didn't take anything from the store, but the investigation that ensued wasted police time and resources and also cost Target some money as well. How old do you have to be to be too old to build a fort? Well, yeah, when you were a kid, you're yeah. building a fort. It was like the coolest thing you could do. Right. Let's build a fort. But then when you're like, a, I'd say like over the age of 40, it's no longer practical to Grab your buddies together and build a fort. Unless you're building it for your kids, Steve. Have you built 
forts at your house for yeah, your kids? Yeah, we'd build uh, forts. We used to take the chairs and the blankets mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then uh, I would leave them in the fort and walk away for <laughs> several hours at a time and uh, come back. And uh, they might be there or they might not be there. That's the whole fun of it. I was left in the fort for a few hours, and that didn't work out so good. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, the 1991 uh, Emmy or Oscar award-winning movie uh, Career Opportunities with Frank Wally and Jennifer Connelly. Do you remember that movie? I, I don't. That's uh, where he worked in a uh, in a Target, and he uh, get, would get he would be the overnight guy, and okay. he'd be grazing off the shelves, eating <laughs> Kit Kats and things like that, and then. Uh, you know, uh, a terrorist organization takes over the target because, you know, that happens every day. And uh, Jennifer Connelly is uh, stuck in there with him. And uh, they wind up getting uh, having a nice little romance. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the prize this wasn't a blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, I've told you, it was an Oscar award winner. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wasn't uh, Tom Hanks in a movie about, uh, like, living in an airport, too? Yeah, that was... Uh, well, that's an airport, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you, do, you, do you build a fort in an airport? I would think that uh, somebody would probably uh, tell you to move on. <laughs> Got to live somewhere. So these two that, by the way, lived lived in the Target overnight there, they've been charged with and could face a maximum sentence of seven years in prison. They're not going to do that. No, they'll never see that. In addition, their bail conditions ban them from every Target outlet in the state of Pennsylvania. So they're done with Target now. Well, you just got to go over to Ohio or uh, West Virginia. Or maybe you find yourself in a Coles. Or back into New Jersey. There you go. The Targets in New Jersey don't care what you've done. There's no vetting with the customers. Hey, we may be experiencing some snow showers this morning, but it's going to be warming up to the low 50s today and 60-ish for the rest of the week. We might hit 70 on Friday. Coming up next and Now Hear This, a hit and run in Los Angeles. And we'll hear some audio to explain why it's unusual. Stay tuned to Rock 102. Pro contractors use Pro Tool. Pro Tool in Springfield. Need a scissor lift, a front load... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751 and Cheap Trick with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 53. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 60. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, you ready to listen to some stuff? Here we go. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. So our first clip comes to us from a TV reporter in L.A. KTLA reporter Gene Kang was at the scene of a recent hit-and-run accident reporting from that intersection when this happened. You see Hoover Street here. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous streets in all of Los Angeles. And now... Yep. Another one happened right as he was doing the report. Oh, man. That's happened uh, That happened before. Remember uh, this guy Jim Polito used to work in the area? I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with that name. He's a guy that used to work for uh, Western Mass News before mm-hmm. it was Western Mass News, and it was just Channel 40. Gotcha. Well, apparently he was doing something. I don't even. I think he was in Boston at the time that he did this. Now he's trying to overtake the Capitol? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, with his MAGA hat and everything <laughs> right, else. right, right. But he was doing like a like a like a stand up report about uh, any number of things, and like right behind him was a drug deal going down, and you could see like <laughs> one guy you know come up to another yeah. guy, and you know a little you know a little switcheroo with a with a thing in the hands, hand to hand exchange. That, that one right on television. That gotcha. was like a live thing. But wow. he didn't. Did he know that was happening at the time? I don't remember. No, because I mean, he was. I mean, he was focused on the camera, but like this is. <laughs> 
this is clearly going on behind his back, and he had no idea. Well, that's what happens during a live shot. Remember they were uh, interviewing Mayor Dom Dom about the whole dirt bike thing with that new ATV? I and do. while they're doing the thing, a dirt bike rider drives through the scene, and then they're chasing after him? That's crazy. That had uh, that uh, probably uh, really put a bee in his bonnet. Probably. And, and I think there was a story recently about a, a female reporter who was doing a stand-up from some intersection. She got hit by a car right. that was coming by. And that happened just recently, in fact, since we've been doing this show, maybe. It's dangerous work. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering where the local intersection that would be most dangerous because this was Hoover and 84th Streets in Los Angeles. So if it was going to happen here... Where would it happen? Oh, it could happen, any- <laughs> could happen uh, anywhere. Really. Yeah, I know. Let's see. Uh, well, there's that uh, Sumner Avenue. Anywhere on yeah, Sumner like, Avenue near the like X. The, the X could happen. Right, right here in East Long. I actually saw, you know, we were talking about the rotary last week, and mm-hmm. I saw somebody get uh, rear-ended at the rotary. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I, I, I go through there all the time on my way from the station home to Enfield, yeah. and I've never seen an accident, but it seems like... Oh, yeah. One would happen every day. They probably happen a lot more than what you think. And they're, and luckily, they're not serious because mm-hmm. you'd hear about if they were serious. There right. have been some very deadly accidents at that. Uh, really? You know, in the last probably 30 years, yeah. Wow, you wouldn't think you could build up enough speed going around that well, thing. Well, they, they've, they've added a couple of things yeah. over the years, You know, different you mm-hmm. know ways of getting into the rotary that have slowed things down, mm-hmm. which is probably for the best. But yeah, I I, uh, I would definitely put my money on the rotary here in East Longman. Oh yeah, the number one accident spot around. All right. All right, we'll see if we can get that to happen. Maybe we should go report live ourselves and see if we can make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so toasty in here. Yeah, clip number two from Jimmy Fallon on his show last night. March Madness is almost here. Yeah. That's right. It's that time of year when people spend hours on their brackets and then do their taxes in five minutes. And I know, Bax, you've already completed your brackets. Have you also completed your taxes? Uh, no. <laughs> so the proof is... March Madness is more important. Uh, taxes, I've, I do immediately. Really? As soon as I get the paperwork, I fill that out as fast as I can. No, we sit around and say, hey, we got to get our taxes together and wait until like, the last possible second. Well, it doesn't really matter. You either get the money back or you owe them money. Either way, it's still going to happen on oh, that yeah. date, so you might as well just get it done uh, right away. Sure, and I think you, you get you have longer now still because of the pandemic, right, for your taxes? I don't know. We always have like an extra day because usually uh, right. tax day falls on the Patriots Day and the Boston Marathon right. and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's regular. But I think because of the pandemic, I think you've got like an extra month or two now. Oh, it's an extra month to live in oh. poverty uh, before you have to pay the I'm, government. I'm okay, not sure I'm, about that. I mean, we yeah. look, I'm going to take my up. time then. Yeah. And so and so you, you've already done your taxes. I've not done mine. You've yeah. not done yours. But get this. I did my taxes. And I think I was telling you guys off the air last week what happened. I was like waiting and waiting mm-hmm. because I did mine at like the end of January or as soon as I got that W-2 form. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, I'm not getting, uh, you know, I'm checking the where's my refund thing. Where's my refund, man? Yeah? You got money for fake wars, don't you? <laughs> where's my money, man? <laughs> Sounds so, reasonable. Uh, and don't, then, uh, don't all make a, a fool of me, man. Finally, like last week, I get I checked it again, and it says, hey, uh, we've made a correction to your tax return. And that makes your heart oh, sink right. a little bit. You did say that. That yeah. makes your heart sink a little bit because you're like, oh, man, the IRS is going into my stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually screwed up, and they're giving me an extra $1,000. I think because maybe I put the wrong number down when I did that child tax credit. Yeah, thing. that's that's the thing that's going to yeah. screw everybody up. Yeah. Because that was so new. Well, because they want you to put it down how much you got. 
which they already know how much you've gotten. So why do you need to adjust that? I don't understand that. I don't get it either. I don't get, I don't get half the stuff. Well, That's why the, I need a prof- qualified professional to do my taxes for me. With your extra payday, I would say lunch is on you today, but lunch is already going to be on you later in a week if you come through with that corned beef that you promised. Us. Oh, yeah. We're going to do that on Thursday. Did you get the credit card from the boss yet so you can no, pay for it? No, no, no. I stole a bunch of money from the petty cash box. <laughs> Where is the petty cash box? Yeah, well, that's for me to you. know and you to find <laughs> if, out. If we told you, that we wouldn't be able to steal enough from it. Yeah, former employees here used to have keys to it and used to take it at will. <laughs> and, and nobody remembered he had a key. <laughs> Gee, that's weird. <laughs> and, and since you filled out your bracket already, Bax, then yes. again, your picks are, just to uh, recap. My, uh, my final four are Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, and Kansas. So you're going all chalk except for one, right? You're going all number one seeds except, except Villanova, except for which Villanova, is a which is a two, a two seed. I'm going to say that my dark horses would be Texas Tech and Tennessee. I think they're both three seeds, so those are my sort of dark horse teams. All right, Steve, you got anything for I the got bra- nothing yet? Because <laughs> I, I haven't even seen the brackets yet. What? I have a, I didn't get to log into it. There was, I- you weren't supposed to do it until like 11 o'clock last night, right? Yeah. Fill out the brackets for this. Uh, well, you, this have it, work you can fill them out at any point up until the first game. Well, right, but I haven't. I yeah, haven't you, had, you had to wait until after the selections were done. That was done like right. around 6 o'clock. I did mine or like around 7.30. I was yeah. way too busy with Disney on Ice yesterday <laughs> to pick out uh, <laughs> basketball brackets. I'll tell you that. And what so, strategy will you be using when you finally get to that, by the way? Uh, what The opposite of whatever Bax uses because uh, he's usually the loser. <laughs> I did win them once. I did win once a long time How ago. How much did you win? Uh, a buddy of mine went in, it, in together, and I think we this, this was like uh, at the Elks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think each one of us uh, walked off with like a couple hundred bucks. Hmm. Nice. Good yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Look at you. Oh, yeah. Bringing in the big bucks. 758 on Rock 102 coming up next in the 102-second sports. They may never finish this golf tournament that began last Thursday. Detail. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you know, I have exactly 3,471 days to go before I retire from this godforsaken business. And when I say 3,471 days, what I mean to say is it will be exactly 3,471 days. It does not mean that 40 days into my retirement, I'll be coming back. Once I'm done, I will be done. But I suppose if you happen to be a 45-year-old seven-time Super Bowl champion quarterback who's been hit in the head no less than a half million times in his life, coming out of retirement might seem like a fantastic idea. As you probably heard by now, Tom Brady announced yesterday that after 40 days of retirement, he's coming back to the NFL to play at least one more season with the Buccaneers. Why? Because according to Brady, he apparently has, quote, unfinished business to attend to. Now, after seven Super Bowl titles, five Super Bowl MVPs, 15 Pro Bowl selections, NFL records for passing yards, completions, and touchdown passes, I can't think of a single thing that seems to be unfinished in any capacity. But yet, he seems to think he's got something left to prove. Of course, his announcement comes just hours after some dope spent $518,000 to win Tom Brady's final touchdown football at auction, only to have the value of that football completely evaporate after it is single Instagram post. Going once, going twice, sold to the dopey jackass who didn't read the news. Listen, I understand how a guy at 45 year old at 45 years old might think he has a whole lifetime ahead of him. That's exactly what I used to think back then too. But the fact of the matter is, people don't play football at the age of 45 
Because they're not supposed to. That's what separates a guy like Tom Brady from a guy like me. I'm a guy who's accomplished very little in his life, and I have no need to prove otherwise. Tom Brady, on the other hand, just can't help himself from enjoying more Tom Brady. And that's the point where even the greatest of all time can easily wear out his welcome. And according to my calendar, he's just about hit it. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at five DeWalt power tools on sale all month at Rocky's for just 100 bucks each. I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at the Rocky's app. I'm looking at the laptop at Rockies.com. You can even pick up the sales flyer at the store. What's on sale at Rockies? The sales flyer is online, on the app, or on paper at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-12 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be cloudy today with a high of 53. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 60. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Right, we got a big star on the phone here. I want to see if he remembers something from years ago. Yeah, it's been uh, quite a while since we've had him uh, on the show. Frank Caliendo. Talking to Frank Caliendo on Rock 102. How are you? And How are you, man? I don't know if you remember, years ago when I was on my station in Syracuse, you showed up at a bar for about two hours with us during the NCAA tournament. With Derek Coleman. Yeah. Look at you two guys reminiscing with each other. Old pals, man. Yeah. And Frank was telling me all about his baseball career as an AAU star as well. So it's not just voices. No, I'm... I'm a ping pong guy now. I play table tennis. I do too, man. We yeah. got to get together and play that sometime too. Play, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Do you really play? Are you like a, a beer pong player? Or do you have a rating? Because I have a rating. Oh, do you? Wow. So, like, I play. I have a rating in squash and tennis, and I actually won the Fort Lauderdale Park Rec Championship in ping pong when I was 15. <laughs> so, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you might get two points against me. Oh, bring it on, Caliendo. Let's go. There's nothing I'd rather see than uh, Dave Coombs and Frank Caliendo playing ping pong together. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, listen, I've done it uh, on radio before, and uh, <laughs> program directors are not happy. Great visual. Yeah, show us your best move now, then, Frank. <laughs> nice one. That was brilliant. I don't want to take him on. And I'll ask my first dumb question of the interview. Can you do dialect, or do you have to, like, picture a celebrity in order to do, like, a Massachusetts accent or a Southern accent? Um... Well, I, listen, I, I just had to recently do an audition with a Boston accent, and they wanted, like, a uh, an authentic one, so mm-hmm. I turned down the audition. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I, I'm never going to get there. You know, it's I, I know what it, I know kind of where they are, you know, that kind of stuff, but it's hard to, it's hard to get it in there, you know, without it, you know, it sounds a little forced. It would be kind of like uh, Wanda Maximoff in uh, the Avengers uh, movies where it's in there sometimes and then it isn't. Uh, and it was actually for a Seth MacFarlane thing. I was like, no, I'll get crushed if I try this. But, yeah, I mean, there's also a way you could do it is you could take a, a, an impression and then take the pitch of the voice out of the impression, yeah. and then you would just have the accent of a person. So, um, so. I can do accents. If I wanted to do a little Irish party, I could do that, or Scottish. You know, I could do some of that. Um, but uh, then people are going, who are you doing right now? <laughs> I, 
the guy from the the Irish Spring Soap commercial. That's what it was. <laughs> you know, Frank. Uh, you know, you say that the that your accent for the Bostonian uh, sounded a little too forced. I got to tell you, I've been living around here for thirty years. It sounds forced from the people who've been living here all of their <laughs> lives. So it really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I, I mean, but they know the little things. There, there are little things like if a vowel is comes after another vowel, they put an R in there, and it, it's it. it you you listen to it and you go oh my gosh how did I not notice that stuff and you know everybody knows that pack the car you know that kind yeah. of stuff yep. but there there are little subtleties that go in between there too that could tell you the difference between a native speaker and somebody just putting up putting it on so I mean if I worked with a dialect coach which is something I want to do just for acting roles and stuff like that I was just thinking of another guy Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, where you just go up at the end, you know, that's, he's, he's got that up here, up here, yeah. okay, I'll take you on, I'll take you on, let's do it, let's do it, okay, I'm a fighter. So we are part of the Patriots radio network here on this radio station, so, you know, we love Bill Belichick, but he's also, you know, and I know you, you do Belichick, we don't want to make too much fun of Belichick in case he's got his scouts listening to us, but you could make fun of Jim Rome, one of my favorites, by having him interview Bill Belichick. A great that. Coming up in between one of my pauses, Bill Belichick is going to mumble. Bill, what do you think? Well, I, I'm just going to smack my lips together for no reason whatsoever. And, uh, listen, we're on to WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I've actually done shows for, oh, I shouldn't say shows. I know I've done at least one show for the Patriots at the Super Bowl in Houston a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think, uh, I think Mr. Kraft might like it more than Mr. Bill. <laughs> Which I just created a new character, Mr. Bill with Bill Bell. Oh, no. <laughs> then he gets hit by a truck. Everything comes back to the Avengers. That's why I was bringing it to Tony Stark, which sounds like you got to burp halfway through every sentence. Okay, do me a favor. Enjoy me, because I'll only be here so long. All right, next question. <laughs> We're talking to Frank Caliendo on Rock 102, and I know Madden at first didn't like the impression that you did of him. Have you run into that with other people? I mean, it depends on – the sports people are weird about it. Um, I, I probably told you this a long time ago, but Jim, Jim Rome didn't like – he won't even look at me. I have no <laughs> – interest in looking at Caliendo. How great is that? Because of your um, impression of him? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah, that's a weird thing. But, um, you know, most people embrace it. Uh, Jim Nance called me a while ago, uh, a mutual friend, and I said, oh, I'd love to talk to Nance because I'd never met him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he ended up calling me, and he <laughs> said, but, uh, well, let me set it up this way, because I do these um, voiceovers for viral videos sometimes, which is Tony Romo and Jim Nance. And Tony Romo's like a kid in the candy store. He's like, oh, Jim, this is going to be incredible and amazing. And take a look at what's going on here. Oh, this is, these are uh, good and plenty. They've got this uh, at, the, at the candy market. And oh, here we go, Jim. Okay. <laughs> and it's always, when, whenever, there's, whenever Nance gets excited, it's like somebody's playing with the audio dial. So it's like, Tony. <laughs> but I can only say one word is Jim Nance. So he left me. I could say more, but I have to work on it, and I'm pretty lazy. So um, he calls me, and he leaves me this message, Frankie. Hello, Frank. Jim Nance. Uh, and I was just talking to him for a little bit. It was great because I was like, do you know why? And I told him the story, but the reason that I only do the one word, Tony. And I said, because if I don't, it turns into Adam West to the Batcave. 
Robin. So I do that, and then he starts doing an Adam West impression. So Jim Vance is doing Adam West. It was just like the most surreal conversation all the time. But super, super incredibly nice guy. Hey, I love how some of your impressions bleed into others. And I know you talk about this a lot, but you're doing the Tony Romo, and it occurred to me that it's a little Jeff Goldblum-esque, maybe? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Here we go, Jim. Uh, you bring it down a little bit to uh, bring it to the uh, back of the throat, get rid of the rumble, and what do you do? What do you do? You do. Uh, it's, uh, it's probably, I just realized, I realized why you thought that, because I couldn't think of the words. I couldn't think of the words to say as Tony Romo, which is not part of the Tony Romo impression. No, 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 it's not. It isn't. But, but. But yes, hello, goodbye, Junction. Uh, <laughs> what's your function? Uh, put this together. Uh, this is a run-on. Hello, goodbye. Ooh, yes. Follows together. Dip song, trip song. Oh, my trip song. I'm not even sure what it is, but it becomes better. Uh, I'm on a roll here. Uh... How do you stop him? No, I, I like listening to him. I like him to keep going. Now, now, Frank, you, you've uh, you mentioned you were the, doing something for Seth MacFarlane. Is this a Family Guy? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Oh, I you didn't get it. it. Okay. I, I didn't even... No, 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 no. What? I didn't even, uh, it was just an audition for it, and I, I didn't even submit it because it was so bad. I, it was I, one of those things where... I'm just surprised that you haven't been on Family Guy at all. You, you've never lent uh, your voice to them, have you? Uh, they had me do something once, and they didn't like it, and they never asked again. So. Oh, man. <laughs> I, would, I would just imagine yeah. a guy like you who's so versatile with you know doing all different kinds of impressions would be the guy they would go to. You know, I... I don't like, I don't even like animation. Uh, I, I don't enjoy it. Uh, and I've never been real good at it, so I never worked at it hard. Um, the, the underlying premise of everything is laziness by me, as you're going to be. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things where I, when I first went to L.A. and they had me try and do a bunch of voices for some, um, for some casting directors, in animation, I didn't know how to act at all, right? I could just talk kind of like some people and stuff like that. And it was such a bad experience because I sucked so bad trying to take the stuff off the paper and make it feel like it was alive that I just never, I, I just never got into it, never really got interested in it. And, um, and I just, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't something that really I like. And, you know, if you go in, here's the reality of the, the, the money behind it. If you go in and do impressions and you're a sound alike, you're only going to make scale money on stuff. Mm. If you create original characters and have um, more interesting type of non-famous people characters, that's where you can actually make some kinds of money in those types of things. See, and, uh, that's where again, I've gone wrong, Frank. I've been only been doing uh, impressions on this radio station for about <laughs> 18 years, and I haven't come up with my own character. Maybe that's where I'm uh, where I'm not... <laughs> taking the right turn in my yep. career with welcome to the club because oh. i do a great dr phil I'm what waiting. why would you have somebody like frank caliendo on your show you know he's just a hack <laughs> see i could do that <laughs> I, mean, I bet you could do I'm a better one i'm just yeah i'm not no my dr phil's not even that good see, um <laughs> No, it isn't. But it's that same guy. What were you thinking? What is your problem? Like you just have to take a word and turn it into five extra syllables. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> you just gotta sound like somebody from Alabama with a doctorate degree. <laughs> right. That's all it so, is. Self doctor. <laughs>
Right. self doctor. self doctor. I gave yeah. this to myself. Yeah. There you go. This is mine. I earned it all by myself. Oh, that sounded like, uh, was that Dr. Filso or did that turn into uh, Hank Hill? Because that's very close. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I think they're very similar in nature. As a matter of fact, I think Dr. Phil has just as much accreditation as uh, uh, <laughs> Hank Hill does. <laughs> Yeah, what is your problem? You got to get some propane <laughs> and propane accessories. <laughs> hey, Frank, thanks. I know I've asked you to do this before. Maybe you can do it again. Uh, an ID in as many different characters as you can. Hey, this is Frank Caliendo, pretending to be Morgan Freeman, uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and uh, we're all uh, talking about a great show that I forgot the name of. I know there's a Bax, a Steve, and maybe Dave. I guess so. Okay, is that where we're going? I. I'm not really sure. I probably should have let you just edit this together and realize that this wasn't going to be the best usable thing of all time because I have just rambled and made it a waste. What's the name of the show again? I was thinking about it. You got it. Back, Steve, and Dave. All right. Let me try again. Back, Steve, and Dave. Hey, this is Frank Caliendo. Yes, pretending to be who? Jeff Goldblum. Yes, and we're uh, talking about, we are talking about back, Steve, and Dave. They've climbed through 500 miles of the 50th slop I can't even imagine. Or maybe I just don't want to, and guess what? I'm still Iron Man. How's that? Good? Okay, take it. Go. I couldn't remember who it was going to be. How about end it with Pacino? Come on, let's go. <laughs> Love it. Frank, one time you did that for us, like, I don't know, like 13 years ago when we had the other show, and uh, you did John Madden for us, and then the station wouldn't let us air it because they're like, no, he didn't say I'm pretending to be uh, oh my God. Uh, this guy. They were all, it was like the legal department. So that's sitting in, in a digital archive somewhere just collecting dust, but it was gold. So we do appreciate that you did it for us. The only reason I did only those three, those are the only three voices I can remember. <laughs> so I could have done an Adam Sandler because you're listening to Back, Steve, and Dave. Hey, you meet you. And that's Chris Berman-esque at the end. Bip, bip, bip. Say what you will, but nobody circles the wagons like Adam Sandler. And Back, Steve, and Dave. And then it turns you to Adam Sandler. And then you bring it down, and it's Al Pacino. There we go. <laughs> Excellent, Frank. Thanks so much for the time today. We really appreciate it. And uh, ping pong sometime. Yeah, you should watch some videos before you uh, (laughs) decide. All right. Thanks, Frank. All right, guys. Thanks. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at 320 for What's the Word on that T-Bird? Each week, I'll pick a different player from the Springfield Thunderbirds and tell you all about them. And then I'll give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to a future Springfield Thunderbirds game. What's the Word on that T-Bird? Monday afternoons at 320. Presented by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Remember, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. And Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's the lucky month, St. Patrick's season, and there could be a big, shiny pot of gold in your future. In celebration, the Mass Lottery is bringing back the 2X bonus mobiles. Hey, it's back, Steve and Dave, and it's your lucky day, because Duncan has the perfect... Oh, no, 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 not oh, yet, not oh, yet, I'm not sorry. yet, not yet, no, just keep your pants on, we'll get to that. All right. I didn't know you were pointing at me there. I oh, know what... no, 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 I'm uh, pointing to you because uh, it's 828 gotcha. with back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Gotcha. Uh, real quick, uh, check out the uh, the uh, the podcast on rock102.com, mm-hmm. you can find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. This week, uh, Baxi's musical podcast, another look into Baxi's enormous record collection. This time, we're looking at the 1974 debut solo album from Brian Eno. Here come the Warm Jets. Ooh. Very interesting record. 
And uh, you can check that out on rock102.com. He had a lot of influence with, like, the Talking Heads, didn't he, Brian? Uh, he, uh, he produced four of their records yeah. and then collaborated with David Bowie on his famous Berlin trilogy. But mm-hmm. that's barely scratching the surface on, on Brian Eno's amazing career. So check that out on rock102.com. Coming up next, right? Yeah. The the news? News. With, yeah. <laughs> with details about the poor astronaut that may never come home. It's uh, 829 at Rock 102. It's coming up at 8.33 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So Lace in Ukraine has an astronaut stuck in space because of the arguing going on between Russia and Ukraine. There's an American astronaut. His name is Mark Van de High, currently aboard the International Space Station, and he might never come back. You sure it's not Major Tom? It's possible, I guess. Maybe that's his nickname. Is he floating around in a tin can? It, not only that, he's a rocket man. I think you're, I think two you're confusing two different classic rock songs. I know it's two songs. different songs. I know that. I mean, I'm focused on Bowie, and here you are, you know, leaping towards Elton John. God like it's, forbid. Like, it, like it's easy to do. Which, by the way, Dua Lipa sampled Rocket Man to do that collaboration with Elton John. Does our audience really know who Dua Lipa is? Apparently not. Apparently not. So, <laughs> this astronaut, whether he's singing Dua Lipa or Elton John or David Bowie, is doing it all alone maybe soon because his planned return to Earth is in jeopardy due to escalating tensions with Russia over its invasion of Ukraine. He's been in space for nearly one year, and he was supposed to land in Kazakhstan along with two Russian cosmonauts during a Russian or using a Russian spacecraft. But apparently, hostile comments from the head of Russia's space agency, Dmitry Rogozin, indicates that he might not come back. So this guy, who's a close ally of the Russian president, Putin, posted a video in which he threatened to leave our guy up there in space and detach the Russian segment of the space station, leaving him stranded up there all alone. Now, this is why Borat should be involved in this. We can't go get him. We may have to go. We may have to send uh, Matt Damon up there. To he's go not going to be trapped forever. He's just going to be trapped until we get him a ride back home. I guess. Unless he drifts so far out, we can't get him anymore. Yeah, it's like, you know, all your friends leave you. You're at the mall with your friends oh, years yeah. ago. And then all they of a ditch you. They ditched you. And then all of a sudden you're calling your mom for a ride home. Mom, can I come home? <laughs> why can't you? Why can't you? If he's, if he's going to be in the spaceship, why can't he just, you know, make a miscalculation and land in Chicopee or something? Hey, well, you, you're supposed to land in Kazakhstan. Where well, are you? Well, I don't think I don't think you can land the space station, Steve. Westover. Yeah. No, I'm just saying the rocket. Yeah, Westover. We're talking do. about the rocket. Yeah. That okay. Was gonna, that was supposed to go get him. Well, that's true. But if they cut him, they cut him off from that rocket, which is a Russian rocket, mm-hmm. and the Russians escape. He's left all alone on the space station with no way of getting out. Does he have internet access? <laughs> he know. probably does. I would be doing all kinds of things alone, trying to figure out, hey, let's see if something floats in the air. This is why I think Kazakhstan should send their famous emissary, uh, uh, Borat, yeah. to resolve this whole thing. There's right. no, uh, you don't think there's any uh, space fapping up there? I'm sure there is. That's Guys what I'm saying. been up there saying. for a year for yeah. crying out loud. Where does that all go, by the way? With zero gravity? You don't even want to yeah, know. That's what I want. <laughs> Floating somewhere. <laughs> It's my own little Milky Way. Look at this. <laughs> you know, they don't, you, you never hear about that. What? 
The, oh, okay. The guy fapping in the space? You have to believe it's been done. I mean, you ha- and you have to believe that, you know, there's probably some sort of, you know, scientific benefit to at least considering that as a, uh, you know, as, as a, like a, I don't know, an experiment. Well, I think they're doing that. I think that one of the subsequent missions in space coming up soon, they're going to have people have sex up there yeah, to this study is, it. In this case, it's emissions. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, that's how they get space junk. No kidding. That's, it. That's right. Yeah. I just don't know how the zero gravity thing works. You just kind of watch where you step and watch where you're walking Ooh, towards. Ooh, look at it swimming around in the sky. <laughs> Those aren't snowflakes. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Massachusetts AG Maura Healy is warning that Bay State residents could be victimized by a string of scams associated with donations to Ukraine. So be careful about this. You might be getting email notices about some ways that you can donate money to Ukraine. Not all of these are legit, so just be careful. This is why you got to go in that. What was that uh, the website that uh, Weissman talks about? I don't know. I can't remember any of these <laughs> like, after uh, about five minutes. Like a charity finder or a charity something, something and, uh, and that's how you know when a charity is on the up and up. There's loads of scams out there, so be careful. I'm sure he'd be real happy that we're not remembering anything of what he told us. Well, you know, it's like it's hard to grasp every little thing. I mean, I don't even remember where I left my keys today, so I'm not going to remember everything that comes out of Steve Weissman's mouth. It's not going to happen. Congrats to Michael Smith. He grew up in Springfield's McKnight neighborhood, and he has been appointed by President Joe Biden to lead AmeriCorps, the federal agency for service and volunteerism. He will be the CEO of that agency with 250,000 volunteers serving in 50 states as well as the capital, Puerto Rico, and several tribal nations. Good guy made good. Good for him. Michael Smith from the Boys and Girls Club on Acorn Street all the way to the CEO of AmeriCorps. Meantime, portions of the Berlin Turnpike closed yesterday after a downed tree snapped a telephone pole, Weathersfield Fire department guys and girls are on the cleanup as we speak. So if you're planning on traveling in the Berlin Turnpike, you might have a few issues. Just a word of warning. Is that like the Autobahn, the Berlin Turnpike? Not quite. A little slower. A man waiting to pick up his lunch in Northampton viciously stabbed in his throat. And his assailant went on the run. According to cops in Hampshire County, all available Northampton police officers responded to the downtown area at approximately noon Thursday, where there was a reported stabbing at an eatery. Police saying the victim was waiting in line for his lunch when another man approached him from behind, unprovoked, slashed him with a knife in the front of his neck, and then fled the scene. Damn. That's one hell of a lunch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the guy's okay? Guy's okay, I guess. And waiting for further reports on that, I suppose. And no news as to what eatery that was, whether it was a food truck, what food was involved. And the guy who did the slashing didn't get anything out of the deal except maybe revenge against the guy. Well, it'd be a good hook for the restaurant. I mean, uh, worth getting stabbed over. Mm -hmm. And if you're waiting in line, uh, Mm -hmm. you're waiting an hour, maybe an hour for your food Mm -hmm. uh, just because this food is so good. We've slashed our prices yeah, on the lunch special exactly, today. Exactly, Dave. You now you're getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome, welcome aboard. Thank yeah, you. The Thank good you. ship insensitivity. 
I do pretty well for an old guy, according to Steve. An ongoing investigation into illegal drug sales in a localized area of Elm Street in Holyoke over the past week has resulted in several arrests and the confiscation of cocaine and heroin. Narcotic detectives observing a, quote, hand-to-hand drug sale in the area of 291 Elm Street, and they were able to pull down two arrests as the result of that. They're calling it Sunday. Oh, yeah. Because every day they could probably find a, a, a drug deal going on in town. But not every day do you find not a hand-to-hand drug deal like that one, but a drive through drug store. That happened in Dedham recently, where police there seized a large quantity of marijuana products and magic mushrooms from a drive through drug store that was set up at a house. And they were also selling to student-aged customers. So there's no, uh, there's like no speaker you have to talk into or... You don't have to, you know, turn, you know, you know, go up and around and pay, or you know, wait in the in a, in a, in a space for your order. I don't think yes. they'd gotten that sophisticated yet, but maybe they were on their way to doing that. Three hundred dollars at the first window. <laughs> well, and do they have like the dual <laughs> drive-throughs like McDonald's yeah, does, sure. where one speaker is letting, hey, wait a minute, that guy, that guy, get ahead of me. Hey, you forgot my honey mustard. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I know how they do it now, but how like the drive-throughs do that. Like the two, you know, because you could get to the drive-thru at the same time the other person does. Oh, that ticks me off like nothing. Like it happened then, to me yesterday or over the weekend at Chick-fil-A, by the way. And then, uh, so then what, people keep going through that one line for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, but they're supposed to alternate back and forth. And I'm like, well, how do they figure out, you know, how to know which car gets which order? Well, apparently it's taking a picture of your car. So they know, or they're taking a picture of you or something, and that's how they recognize how they've uh, got the order. True, and then in Chick-fil-A, there's that one guy at the halfway station between the drive-thru ordering booth and the window where he confirms who you are. There's there's a lot about Chick-fil-A I simply don't understand, and that's the drive-thru is one of them. But the the dual drive-thru you're talking about, it's always one guy or one girl who can't decide what they're ordering and takes extra long. Well, here's an idea. How about have a chicken sandwich? Because that's the only thing on the menu. They have other things. They have uh, nuggets. Yeah. Okay, that's two things they got in the menu. They you have uh, Cobb's Cobb salad's real good there. Cobb salad, babe. Dave knows the Cobb. Is All that right. what you bought yesterday? Yep. The Cobb salad? Sure did. You ate that in the car? Well, I didn't get it Sunday because you can't go to Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Right. Because it's closed. Yeah, but you said Jimmy Fallon did the show last night, and we heard the clip and now hear this. It was actually Friday night. That's true. So I maybe you found a Chick-fil-A that has a, a drive-thru open on Sunday. Nationally, they're, 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 they don't believe in How it. How do you know? How do you know there's not one sacrilegious <laughs> one, uh, one franchise owner out yeah. there going, you know what, I'm opening on Sunday. Yeah, how do we know you're not going to a Chick-fil-A on a Sunday and then immediately going to a Hobby Lobby right after that? <laughs> yeah, busted. Busted. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go you're going over- into the Hobby Lobby and you're building a fort. How do we know you're not mm-hmm. doing that? And then I go over to the drive-through drugstore and get my narcotics as well, well. As long as they're filling the oxycontins like they fill the fries at Five Guys, <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, look at all these! Look at all these oxys I got in this bag. <laughs> they're all at the bottom. I only expected thirty, but I didn't fill, expect to fill the whole bag. You want some ketchup with your codeine? Yes, please. Uh, where was I? You're right there, and at Chick Fil A on a Sunday. <laughs> it's Chick Fil A. Um, we talked about the drive-through drugstore, and here's an interesting one: Should you kill spiders in your own home? An entomologist says yes. Excuse me, no. 
You shouldn't kill spiders in your own home. Why not? It's an indecisive entomologist. <laughs> yeah, right. Just yes, like me. No, no, yes, yes. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> it's like, Jeff Bloom there. Like, <laughs> right. Kelly Andrews. Uh, people like to think of their dwellings as safely insulated from the outside world, but many types of spiders obviously find themselves inside homes accidentally trapped. And some apparently do good deeds, so you shouldn't kill them. I kill them all. Every a, single last one. I got a guy that comes over every quarter. He's a oh, guy yeah, out of I, Southwick, and he comes over to my house, and uh, he doesn't have a business or anything. I just this is random guy I picked up in <laughs> Southwick, and I said, "Hey, can you get rid of spiders?" He's like, "Yeah, I can." Okay. Well, he just rolls yeah. up and be like a like a newspaper and yeah. starts swatting. Hey, he comes over with this backpack uh, full of like chemicals and stuff, and he sprays it all over oh, my house. Yeah. But you know what? It's all natural chemicals because they're it's called environment first pest control. So they. They care about the environment. They're not putting all that crap. You got kids, you got dog. You don't want all that crap in your backyard and in your house. The only bug I won't kill is a stink bug. Right, because then you got the smell to deal with, right? No, There's then the smell. more stink bugs. Yes. When you uh, kill yeah. a stink bug, it attracts more stink bugs. Right. And well, we got loads of stink bugs in hand. Let the spiders live because they'll eat other pests and even other spiders while inside your home. So Damn. that's the reason not to kill them. We got snow showers this morning in some areas of Western Mass. Warming into the low 50s today, 60-ish for the rest of the week. That's your news on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Sammy Hagar on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Snow today, but probably dissipating by now, warming into the low 50s today. We may get 60s or even 70-ish by Friday this week. The uh, Western Mass Home and Garden Show is uh, coming up on the uh, 24th or the 27th of the Big E. You can uh, get more information at the westernmasshomeshow.com. You like the home show, don't you? Love the home show. I love the home show. I like uh, I like looking at uh, brochures. I like looking from table to table. I like uh, going around and looking at how things could be in my house <laughs> and how I'll never be able to afford those things. Well, you could afford those things, but uh, yeah, I would never do any of those things myself. I would always have to hire a qualified professional. Well, I break stuff around the house all day long. That's all I do. Anytime I try to do something, I break it. Well, they have a future. Kind of futuristic stuff in there, like how your home could be in the near to distant future. They do that kind of stuff. It's all the latest fashion and, uh, you know, kitchen designs and things like that. Garden stuff. Yeah. Yeah, It's actually pretty cool. We actually have uh, tickets that we're giving away uh, all week this week. And 10th caller right now, 293-1021, will win some tickets to the Western Mass Home and Garden Show at the Big E. So good luck to you. There you go. There you have it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, there you go. <laughs> Anybody? I, I, uh, I went to Disney on Ice yesterday. How was that? Oh, man! Was what? It a, what a spectacle for the eyes? Parte. It was. I, uh, my girlfriend's kids are, are younger, so, uh, my kids, we, we went, you know, my kids went, and they're, like, kind of out of that stage now. Like, they're, you know, the, the magical Disney thing, uh, you know, they're realizing uh, what a horrible situation they're in, you know, with me. Um, but uh, they they enjoy watching, you know, uh, her little ones enjoy the show. Sure. Uh, they also are starting to realize how much things cost when you go to those shows. So she buys uh, she buys snow cones yesterday. Now I had gone to the bathroom to get waters. Thirty out of the, out of the bathroom. Thirty five dollar waters. Sure, Disney water. It's special water, magical water. Yeah, uh, thirty-five dollars for water. You 
Imagine that. No, I I mean, I I realize how much bottled water can be, but Mm -hmm. that's outrageous. So then uh, I get back, and uh, there's there's two snow cones uh, being shared between her her kids, right? Right. And uh, she goes, I would have bought them all one, but they were $16 a piece. For a snow cone? (laughs) Well, it was, uh, it must be uh, real Italian ice where they extort you for money because that's how much it it came out to be. It was like $32 for two snow cones because it it comes in a plastic cup. And I'm like, I could have done that for free. (laughs) Magic Disney snow cones. (laughs) How how big was a snow cone? Like standard snow cone size? Standard snow cone size. But you got a keepsake plastic cup with it. Come on. Yes, that wound up in the (laughs) bottom on the floor of the car on Mm. the way home anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Nobody was really embracing the fact that this piece of uh, plastic crap cost $16. This is is the whole deal with the Disney on ice. Mm -hmm. And, And even some of the other on ice shows yeah it's all about the merchandise they sell yeah outside of the arena well and that's the thing i'm gonna be one of those guys that sells the merchandise outside of the arena i'm gonna get one of those permits to sell this crap this guy outside so you could have we didn't buy any of this stuff but inside fifty dollars for a light for a a plastic light (laughs) 50 bucks and the guy outside is going He's got these uh, generic ones, you know, the ones that say mm-hmm. Miguel Mouse on it instead of <laughs> or Horror the Explorer, you right. know, like uh, those things are outside. Uh, 20, 25, they're double price inside. Now, he's not lying about how much they are on the inside, but he's selling them for 25 bucks. You can go buy these stupid things in bulk from like Party City or something for like $36 for a whole box of them. Right. Why not do that? undersell all these other scumbags out there selling the stuff for half the price and I'll sell them for 15. Well, I, I bet you I could make a killing out there. I, I bet and I think we ought to do that with Rock 102 merchandise now. Yeah, like, we could. You know, slap a logo on there and charge, you know, I don't know, 10 bucks a pop. We got to we got to get it first. Yeah. It's not worth as much as it used to be, Dave. Who cares what it's worth? <laughs> who cares what it's worth? You know, that guy who bought the five hundred thousand dollar football. Yeah. I got a uh, I got a T shirt upstairs <laughs> that would have been worth something. Hey, I got some bobbleheads. I got I got no value. <laughs> but in nineteen days, it probably won't be worth anything. It's <laughs> Is that how much time we got left? That's I how guess much time so. We got left, my friend. Eight fifty-six. Back, Stephen Dave, <laughs> on Rock One Hundred Two. This week it's a Thunderbird Thursday with back.